Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of fail. Uh, what's wrong, Will? Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Are... What do you think about my choice? Uh, uh, God, I can't. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, well, it's a video game movie. <laughs> and those are always great, right? Those are always great. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely up there with the Mario Brothers movie. That that you know, the new one, and the old one. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. Well, we're talking about King of Fighters today. Hooray! Uh, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a tad salty because like we never talked about Tekken because we thought you know the Tekken movie wouldn't hold to our standard our gold standard of martial <laughs> arts movies. Is that why and we never talked about Tekken? I thought I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, like I'm a little a little bit salty about that. And here we are talking about this. Do you know why I picked this movie? Why? Why? So when we had Haya on through Amazon you could see the ratings, the IMDb ratings for all the movies. And when I first looked at every single movie they had to offer at that time, back when we first started this experiment, I sorted, well, I didn't sort, I basically found all the lowest reviewed scores. That's why we spoke about Dragon Wolf. Now, before we spoke about Dragon Wolf, I thought that King of Fighters was the lowest reviewed movie on there. But it turns out Dragon Wolf was actually the case. So this is the second worst movie on Haya. And I wanted to talk about it because I love really poorly reviewed movies. <laughs> How many times have we mentioned on our show that you, you and I love So Bad's Good, right? We, oh, yeah, we, do. we mentioned a lot. Yeah. We, we love that. You know, We eat that shit up. We haven't... And but you know the the thing with so bad as good movies is that you really can't watch them alone. I mean, you can. It's not as fun. Yeah, it's not as fun. Yeah, and this, I don't know. You we watched it separately, and you said that oh we needed to watch this together. Maybe it would have made it a little less painful, but watching this was agonizing. <laughs> this was bad. This was pretty fucking bad in almost every way. I'd say it's not even so bad as good. I'd say it's just straight up bad. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I was pretty entertained by it, actually. I thought it was very bland and boring at times, but there were just these nice little pops of idiocracy and um, just incompetence that made me kind of laugh out loud. And I don't know, for some reason, I kind of enjoyed this movie. I watched this twice now, and both times, both times, I fell asleep watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I find this movie very unengaging. And when it, I mean, to be fair, there are moments where I'm kind of laughing at it, but as a whole, the film is so slow. 
so oh yeah this is the longest one of the longest 90 minutes i've sat through (laughs) (laughs) there is so much exposition there's just so much that is explained from so many characters and um oh so here's the thing like uh tekken i grew up with those games i knew something about it you you know street fighter movie you you know you you can say the same for you neither you and i know anything about king fighters so let's just put that disclaimer out there right now I have no idea how accurate any of this is. I googled some of this, looked up some of it. There's no, there is nothing to do with like alternate universes or uh, basically like jacking into the Matrix, <laughs> just like they do in this movie. So I'm like, I have no idea what the creative decision you see, was. If if King of Fighters wants to get on the same level as Street Fighter, they might need to jack into the Matrix like this movie does. <laughs> It'll be like the return of Chun Li with Street Fighter. No, no, I, I mean I don't get it. Like, what what was the choice here? It, the, the the even the premise alone is just ridiculously stupid, and it's and because the source material is not like that, it just boggles my mind. That because is this movie's so complicated. <laughs> that is really confusing because the source material video game by SNK is just a fighting tournament. Regular old fighting tournament. So, I don't know why the characters are required to have Bluetooth headpieces that transport them to another dimension where they are able to fight each other within that split second, that precise moment. And when they're finished, time has not even gone by. It's like it all happens within a second. That's what they're implying. Well, here's the thing. It, it, even the movie itself isn't even clear on what actually happens. Because there's one scene when one of the characters jacks into the Matrix. And he his, he literally disappears in the real world. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And, but it, it be, and, be, and the only reason I'm, I'm pointing that... In, as a flaw is because in the very beginning of the movie, Maggie Q, who is the main character of the movie, she opens up, gets out of the shower. Of course. And she's still, yeah, yeah. She, you know, she's basically like half naked and she has in a towel. And that's the moment she decides to jack into the matrix. Well, because she got a, she got a call on her. Oh yeah. She got a call, but I don't get it. Like she, wait, she teleported into the, the the matrix we shouldn't try to <laughs> make sense but when she came back to the real world what she just came back into her towel like i don't understand <laughs> that is a big f- plot hole because you're correct uh some characters i believe are fighting in their mind i, I don't know who fucking cares it's it doesn't it's make just any like sense. the matrix because if you die in the, the fake world you die in the real world no i don't think that's kind true. of i don't think that's well, true Hey, well, let's let's uh, let's elaborate on the plot because I think we're like complaining about things zero. <laughs> a little too early. Please elaborate on the plot. Okay, so there is a fighting tournament set up mm-hmm. where the contestants are given Bluetooth headpieces, and when the organizer arranges matches, your Bluetooth headset lights up, saying that hey, there's somebody you could fight. And when you click answer or yes on the Bluetooth headpiece, you are transported to another dimension. You're given an alternate costume 
And sometimes you're given fighting abilities that you didn't have in the real world. And you fight said people, and then somehow this tournament is being, I don't know, monitored by somebody? But oh, 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 oh. Also in the tournament, there is a giant floating ball of snakes. <laughs> and and if, you, if you touch it, I think something bad happens, but also something good happens because you get more powers or yeah, something the, uh, there's like, like that. Man, there's so much more to that. Yeah, you, you explain it in like the nutshell, but there's like, there's like three sacred artifacts. Like, oh, yeah, it's like... like it's a sword, it's a katana, it's a shield, and it's a thong. <laughs> it's a it chainmail like a... thong. It does look like a thong. <laughs> okay, that's where we put it. Yeah, it, it's just, it looks like a cod piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and the only reason that's important is because, like, they all create, like, this sacred seal to, like, ward off evil or something like that and then there's like a demon the, the ball of snakes snake ball <laughs> the demon snake ball and uh ray park who is the villain wants to harness the power of the evil snake ball yeah yeah that's it yeah. and then by doing so he's combining the alternate dimension where the fights can happen and also the real world See, what's wrong with, like, a movie about a guy holding a tournament because he's evil? No, but then, 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 you, then you can't have the CIA involved and oh have my God. Maggie Q be, like, a secret undercover agent trying to infiltrate the tournament? Ah, what? This, is, this fucking movie is so bad. It, it's so fucking bad. And there's only one, there's only two things I remember, maybe three things. <laughs> it, it's Terry Bogard, who is, you know, like, basically, like, the face of the Fatal Fury King of Fighters, you know, like, series. Yeah. Like, he, very iconic character, like, uh, you know, like, blonde hair, young looking, you know, muscular. Uh, he's got, like, a jean vest, wears, yeah, like, red, yeah, yeah. and he's got the trucker cap that says, like, yeah, Fatal yeah, Fury yeah. on it. So yeah, playing him, someone is like like late thirties, early forties, like CIA agent, like David Leach, uh, who at the time of the recording of this movie, like he's not young, nope. And he, he's like he's like I can't even call him smart alecky because that's kind of he looks. I don't know, again, I didn't know nothing about the source material, but just by looking at the original character, he's supposed to look a little like, like a little bit confident and arrogant. Like, just, like, the way he's portrayed. And here he's, like, just a wise-ass. He's so confident and arrogant that he dropped his trailer trash outfit to join the CIA. <laughs> oh, this is, so this is future Terry Bogart. That's that's what the fans are not getting oh, right now. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. And then they're, well, okay, fine. Uh, whatever weird interpretation they had for him, uh, they have here. And then there's my Shiranoi who has two big assets about her. <laughs> uh, well, one is her, like, one is her physique, which, you know, obviously you can't really get. Like, it's going to be really hard to find someone like that. You absolutely like, cannot get that physique. She is basically a, like, double-D-breasted woman 
falling out of her skimpy like right one piece quote unquote ninja outfit no no fucking way yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean there's also her characterization like it, like her character in the games is like super sexualized that's how the creators like made her right like just like get look at her really? like every movement she has it's like she's like super yeah her breasts um, are bouncing everywhere i mean that's yeah. that's it she's there yeah. to visually tantalize i don't know right. how she plays as a character but right. or exactly or what kind of character she is but um yeah i mean who who are you gonna get you're gonna get what hitomi tanaka <laughs> that, that <Japanese laughs> born actress a player Right, 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 and um, I mean, but also like her characterization is like really in the the games like she looks like very bubbly and fun, versus like Maggie Q looks like she doesn't want to be here. Oh, nobody, <laughs> nobody no wants, one wants to be, to be in, this in this movie. I love it. Everyone looks miserable. I love it, and the dialogue is delivered so seriously. Yeah. I, I I'm a bit, I like Maggie Q. I like the stuff she's in. She could read this really lame dialogue, and it feels better than what it is. This she this character Mai needed to be played by a worse actress, somebody who didn't know how to deliver. <laughs> like all these people are doing their darndest to deliver these lines with straight faces. It needed to be by people who can't act, so we could be laughing at it even more, right? Yeah, but Mar- Maggie, you can just tell Maggie Q's angry to be here. <laughs> like the entire time you're watching, it's just like I'm, I'm, uh, I could be in another movie. Like I can have another. Like, I need to fire my agent after this. Well, you know, you know what's kind of great is the movie is led by an, with, with the exception of Ray Park, who is the villain. But the movie is led by an all-Asian cast. We got Maggie Q. We got Will Young Lee. I know where you're going with this joke. And then we have Sean Ferris. <laughs> playing a half Japanese. Yeah, half. Half. Uh-huh. Half Japanese half, uh-huh. motorcycle enthusiast. Sure. sure like, you know, half of Zero is still half. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Wait, who's that?" Uh, like, so uh, the scene that he's introduced is that there, uh, there's a character who's like bedridden. He's a Japanese guy. He's like catatonic, and Maggie Q is trying to talk to him. And all of a sudden, this Sean Ferris shows up. I'm like, "Oh, who is he? Like the nurse?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, that's his son. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> And it's like, no, yeah, later in the movie, they're like, yeah, he's a half-breed. I'm like, half with what? Like, what what are you talking about? It's funny because they cut to a shot of his baby picture as well. The the father's there, Japanese, the mother's white, but then the baby is half. It's clearly a half Japanese, half white baby. And then Sean Ferris is just generic white guy. He's just like a white guy, yeah. And uh, I I wouldn't even care so much except he's like really top-billed. Uh, yeah, like in the movie, so he's like he plays one of the ki- well, he's bigger one of, yeah, characters. Yeah, he's, he's one of the leading actors in this movie. He's, al- 
it's always almost feels like a little bit of a white savior complex in later in the movie too, because he's kind of the one who saves the day. Oh yeah, that is yeah, kind of true. Kind of true. He's, he's like, there's a legacy or there's the prophecy that he will be the one to slay the villain at the end. And that's totally what happens. Oh, is, like, was there a prophecy? I don't yes. even remember that. It's not a prophecy. It's more like, you know, everyone has a certain, is from a certain bloodline. So, um, by the way, there's a lot of fucking characters in this movie. Oh, there's yeah, a let's, lot let's, to let's juggle Let's talk here. about them. Uh, Francois Yip is in this? Oh, was? Yeah. Yeah, she's Chizuru. She's the girl who gets like impaled oh, in the stomach. That's right. Wow, I forgot her yeah, name. We have, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I think we've only ever spoken about her in Rumble the Bronx, maybe. <laughs> I didn't associate the name with the face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Holy shit. And then David Leach is Terry Bogart. David yep. Leach famously co-directing John Wick One, and then going on to do like Deadpool mm-hmm. Two and Bullet Train, Atomic Blonde yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep um oh someone uh i don't think we've talked about on the show before but i'm actually glad to oh god i can't believe this is the movie to introduce him is will yun lee oh uh, no no we spoke about him but i didn't realize it was him will uh, yun was lee it? was the bad guy in electra <laughs> oh i well i didn't obviously didn't cover that oh you guys can listen to that in the, the, the uh, patreon yeah our yeah, patreon <laughs> a quick jab episode um well i didn't know that oh god does he Always starring stinkers. Uh, <laughs> ah, seeing a pattern here, yeah. <laughs> well, he... I don't know if you, you you played the game, Zero, but you ever played Sleeping Dogs? That no, I've, I've wanted to. I've wanted to. Uh, well, he's the main, the voice actor of the main oh, character. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, he also plays uh, Kung Lao in the recent Mortal Kombat movies. He's a really great voice actor. <clears throat> um, and I always forget that he's a really talented martial artist, too. Uh, and I think he... Did a fight scene with um, uh, Wesley Snipes in one of like the West, like one of those shows that he was in recently. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, really good, good, good on screen fighter. Very iconic yelling voice because that's all he does in the <laughs> Sleeping Dogs game. He's just yelling all the time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, then, we have a couple more faces. Then we here. got yeah, we'll Sam Hargrave. Yeah, for like one scene. Yeah, for for the opening fight scene. But he's known for directing Extraction now. Mm -hmm. I know him for, Mm -hmm. you know, very, very great um, Mm -hmm. action film with Chris Hemsworth. And hey, you know what? Uh, This might be the first movie we're covering with two gay characters. Uh, Okay. Because... Penny O's hero doesn't count. Samuel Hung goes undercover. They go undercover as gay men. Doesn't count. And girl's blood is kind of questionable because one of the other female characters has a gender identity issue. So I don't know if okay. you can say they're gay. So King of Fighters. Big, oh, big milestone episode uh, for us. Uh. <laughs> the characters mature in Vice when we first meet them. They're so horny that in the women's dressing room, they're just like, all right, everyone's gone. Let's start making out with each other. But thankfully, or unthankfully, they get called into a fight, and unfortunately, they don't get to scissor. (laughs) You know, that's where that scene was going to go. Oh, totally. Oh, scissoring. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can call it progressive, or you can just call it, um, you know, pandering <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> like, they're like oh we... two girls ah oh yeah of course 
Uh, yeah, and then lastly, we, we should mention uh, that we have the villain in the movie, played by Ray Park, who, um, again, <laughs> very rarely does he play, like, they, he does, he's been in a lot of films, but rarely does he do great things. And here he's, like, oh, God, he's, he's kind of chewing the scenery, but kind of look, he's like the only one who looks like he's having fun. I don't even know if I could say it looks like he's having fun. Um, that red contact in his eye is really, really annoying to look at. <laughs> and then all the dubbing they're doing with oh. him and then with other characters. With him, it's so bad. Cause, mm. Because they dub over moments when he's not even speaking. He's narrating himself. It's really confusing. That happens with almost every character, at least one point in the movie. The you know, the, there's so many lines of ADR that's so obvious. You can clearly see the characters on screen, and their lips are not moving, <laughs> and there's dialogue coming out, supposedly just coming out of their mouths, and it's like what, what, what? and it's just so, so bad. The the sound design and the the whole movie is kind of really lazy a lot of things about this movie are very lazy oh we should there's one thing we should mention who directed the movie <laughs> oh is oh. gordon chan gordon, gordon chan. chan from fists of legends did he, oh how the mighty did he really direct he's one he's one of the directors yeah yeah but he's primarily the director on that and oh, god i mean uh, outside of that like he doesn't have the greatest track record but Damn, like oh, every time. he also did. Um, wasn't he like a part of like the medallion as well? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta love his, his track record too. Um, <laughs> God, oh boy, what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, no, the, the like the the sound design is like pretty bad. The acting is pretty bad. Oh, like, I remember now. So we should mention, uh, sound wise. So this is on Haya, and mm-hmm. the I guess the mix they have on there, maybe it's stereo, maybe it's surround. I don't know. I don't have a surround sound system. So I tried watching this, and there's a scene where William Lee is explaining to Maggie Q the reason behind the artifacts. And this is like basically the whole setup of the movie, like one of the major plot points. And he's whispering to her, and you can't hear him you can't hear him because the mix is so low and then the music is so high so i was like oh fuck all right let me turn on the subtitles and haya doesn't have subtitles they don't have english subtitles for this movie so i had to watch it on tubi to get Mm -hmm. subtitles so i could understand the story that is not a good look on haya (laughs) No, definitely not. Uh, for accessibility purposes in general, like you should always have subtitles available on your platform. Um, but yeah, like what was that movie we, we covered? Uh, oh yeah, well, one of the episodes we covered in a quick jab, uh, Savage Dog. Like I noticed that was an issue too. So like it, it's just like yeah, like regardless, the, the sound design in the movie is just so bad. Like because you know, like I noticed like sometimes like people will be talking. Like, even outside of that scene, like, I think Ray Park was saying something else, and it was just, nothing was happening. Like, like I, I couldn't make out what he was saying. And then, like, in other parts, the, it feels like, 
it feels like the sound they they forgot to put music in certain scenes because there's one scene where William Lee uh tells Kyo Sean Ferris to go into the alternate universe. He comes back out and then Maggie Q like yells at William Lee and the camera is just on William Lee's face for like four whole seconds. No dialogue, <laughs> no music. It's just on his face, there, and William Lee just looks confused. There's so many moments like that. That's why I laughed because they'll cut to a reaction shot, but the the character won't react, and the camera's just lingering for too long. Yeah, yeah it's just like they didn't do a second pass on the movie. <laughs> so, Will, story, you know, story be damned. Of course, it, it's a yeah. video game movie. These things are always just poorly, poorly written. With all these, with with the pedigree of the actors involved, like Ray Park, you know, like I mean Maggie Q, she does she doesn't do martial arts action so much, but she's been in a bunch of action movies. Will, Balls of Fury, yeah, William <laughs> Lee, then you know David Leach, Sam Hargrave. You would think that the action would be good, right? You can't see, uh, but know, he's shaking I, his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last 30 minutes is a non-stop action scene. And my... My God. Like, I was... I, that's when I kept falling asleep. Because <laughs> it's... Like, there's nothing engaging about the action. Some of it is just so silly. Um, because the whole play, thing takes place in a separate universe, I think that's their way of trying to get around. Like, oh, everyone kind... People can kind of develop superpowers yeah i think that's their excuse around it and that's i'm, I'm okay with that you know like because you're gonna have people doing the moves from the video game things that are outside right. the realm of reality so if that's what they want to do fine just make sure the moves are good right make sure they look good or they look accurate or at least they look good in the fight themselves right yeah but this has typical hollywood like, like no, well, that's actually uh, an insult to Hollywood. It, it, this is very generic, overly cut action. Well, this is kind of right? shame because David Leach action directed this, and then you have other competent. I mean, Sam Sam Hargrave also a very mm. competent stunt guy. You would think that their involvement would somehow elevate it. But yeah. I think I know the perpetrator. So we generally complain about editing a lot. Mm -hmm. And the editing yeah. in this, it's, you know, it's, it can, it, it's edited more so than what I would like. But it's fine. It, it serves its purpose. But mm -hmm. the cameraman, holy crap. This cameraman is not interested in capturing anything so you can see it. <laughs> it is just waving all around. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to be racist for a second because... <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, I like any sentence that starts that way. Um, I I don't like what this cameraman's doing because he's going, he's going too Dutch. I do not like the Dutch. I do not like all the fucking Dutch angles constantly shifting left and right. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did notice that too. Like, like throughout, even outside the action scene, there, there would be moments where it's overuse of dutch angles and i think 
I think, that, well, I'm, I'm getting like Battlefield Earth vibes. Like every, <laughs> like sometimes every shot is a Dutch <laughs> angle. Um, and nothing screams like cheap, more cheap than that for some reason for me. Um, like there, you, yeah, you don't like, know how to use the camera angles correctly. So you just over. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, isn't this fancy? Isn't this artsy? If we don't, you know, know how to use our, our tripod properly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like the, the action in general, like it's, it, when it is grounded, you know, like there's no CGI mess going on screen. There's like not electricity flying all around and such. Like when it's clear, there are small semblances of it being good. And then it's almost as if they're like, oh, you, you're liking this? You like the movie so far? Yeah, let's let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's kind of like muddle that with shit you hate so you can't really enjoy the action but mind you there's a there's actually a lot of action in the movie oh god the last it's almost like the last 30 minutes is a giant action scene it i remember messaging you because i was watching when i watched it the first time i was like okay i think we're done and then ray park's like i'm not done yet and he throws out a big energy blast. And I was like, oh, no, the movie's still going. No, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Um, yeah. And I, I can't stress enough. I found this movie very boring. Very, the very di- boring. The like, dialogue when should... is pretty boring. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like, when we're not in the action, even in the action scenes, by, by that point, I'm, I'm already checked out. You know? Yeah, that's the like, problem. So each, you, both times. Yeah, you got you to gotta <laughs> sit through some really boring dialogue. I don't know. I thought, I thought the dialogue was kind of funny because it's just really bland, and I'm mm-hmm. really watching the actors, like, trying to act like they care about this so i think i think that's where i'm deriving entertainment from it but yeah it's it's fucking horrendous oh absolutely it's so boring absolutely. yeah it's so boring <laughs> um actually yeah let's 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 break it down even more i think this now's a good time to like go into our little uh action segment little i say little but we're probably gonna talk about this for like another <laughs> hour or so uh, so, if you guys want to listen to our full breakdown on the movie, we're going to talk about both the action and spoilers for the film. You can listen to us on Patreon at Fist of Fail for just a dollar a month. You can hear, listen to us talk about all these films for what an hour, like an extra hour each. Um, well, you and... know, we'll be adding more highlights, specifically with the plot, and then specifically yes. with the mm-hmm. action. And making fun of even more moments <laughs> that I could find. Oh boy! Uh, and yeah, uh, if you're for well, for three dollars, you can listen to uh, our quick jab episodes. That are full up, uh, you know, shorter episodes for movies that we we've watched and we've covered for, you know, just to say that we've actually covered them. Um, and that means more content for you guys. Uh, and you can listen to Electra, like you mentioned before. <laughs> Uh, so you get more William Lee uh, goodness. Um, yeah, but with that said, let's talk about King of Fighters. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. Holy crap. Is that... Is that King of Fighters? That is King oh of Fighters. That is. This is so bad. 
This movie's so <laughs> fucking bad. Yes, it deserves the what? Two point six. Three point one. I think. Three point one? No, it, no, definitely lower. Is that, is that too generous? Is that low. too generous? That is way too generous. Oh man, this—I don't know. I had fun talking about this. <laughs> this is fun talking. This it's fun talking about it, but this movie is so hard to watch. Yes, that is very true. It yes, is very hard to watch. <laughs> I was I was laughing at a lot of things though. So i laughed at some things i fell asleep through others <laughs> right right yeah the, the 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 dialogue we mentioned this earlier in the non-patreon section the dialogue it, it's pretty bad it's mm-hmm. really really bad and then things happening in real time like let me go to my car let me sit in my car let me get out of my car let me walk down this hallway you're like oh my god no you could fix this in editing yeah, but then it wouldn't be 90 minutes. It, I think because those scenes really last a long time, it would shave off maybe 10, 10 minutes because there's so much of that. Uh, but, like, outside of that, um, no. Like, everything's a train wreck. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, sure, we can complain about, like, yeah, the, the pacing issues, the, you know, the, the, the minutia of the script, you know, like, like you know, having things be blocked the way that they are in terms of you know like uh, you know like exposition right like we have to have literal scenes that are just nothing but exposition like well yeah of course you can split that off and you know have exposition be sprinkled throughout so it's not bogging you down with information overload not like it helps because the movie's still a fucking mess (laughs) like when you try to like even when you understand it, it still doesn't make a lot of sense um even with all that, like, like the, the the core problem isn't even that, you know, there's, you know, uh, too much to explain. It's the fact that the, the, the filmmakers thought that we need to take this very simple source material and somehow make it extremely complicated. Because at this point, it's no longer, it has nothing to do with the source material. This is an original creation. What are you talking about? Doesn't Terry Bogard become a CIA agent in like King of Fighters twelve or I don't fucking know twenty seven? I don't know. I don't play King I don't, of Fighters. I exactly. I, I it's this is outside my wheelhouse, so I don't fucking know. All I know is that you know you take very simple source material and you made it even more complicated. I don't understand. I don't understand why you why we went that route. How do you fuck that up? It, you know, the thing about, like, video games that are based off of tournament fighters is that if you're going to adapt it, you should strip things out. You should, like, make it even more simple, right? Because it's a two-hour movie. I mean, I think they took out a lot of characters, so that's how they simplified it, but then they made it even sure. more complicated by, like, having them jack off into the Matrix to, like, start fighting. <laughs> so. I don't understand that. Like, like, like let's let's... So, yeah, you take things away from them. Take away characters, like you said. Take away characters and have it be a, a tournament fighter, right? And Mortal Kombat, Tekken, like all these movies follow that format. But no, this movie's like, no, let's have a tournament fighter and let's add more plot. <laughs> they don't even elaborate on the tournament too much, which was really confusing to me as well. But yeah, exactly. Who cares? It's a, it's a bad, it's a really, really bad adaptation. It's a bad story just in general because it's so fucking right. awful to sit through. But uh, yeah. Will, overall, how's the action? Is it bad too? Oh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I'd, I'd say like maybe, I, I think I said it in the action segment, um, there's like two fights that are, ugh, 
I can't even call them mediocre. They're like, what's one level below mediocre? I, I, I wouldn't say it's mediocre. Because like no mediocre implies it. Huh? Like maybe no vice? No, yeah. Like a, like a novice level or like... No, not even. Because then that implies that like there's... No, okay, fine. Yeah, maybe novice. Because it's like there's a potential to be good there. So, yeah. Because like mediocre implies like it's like at base level. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the the medium the the minimum requirement to be even like okay, you know, it's a it's a sixty five on a test kind of <laughs> like this this is still failing this this, so this movie still fails, you know. Um, so I don't know, like all all in, there's like not a lot of redeeming qualities to it. it. It's pretty bad, but that's the thing. It's not even so bad. It's good. At times, may I might have enjoyed it a little bit more if I watched it with you or with a, a crowd, but still, yeah, I, I, I think we really should have watched this together with alcohol. We could have laughed at yes. it a lot more. Um, yes, yeah, action scenes not good, unfortunately, considering the pedigree. <laughs> I I my culprit. I'm saying the culprit is the camera work. I really, really sure. hate that over exaggerated sway ca- camera motion going on because there's. Some choreography going on where you could see if you look really closely. Yes, the characters sure. are connecting. They're delivering the choreography. Yeah. It looks okay. Um, mm-hmm. The best one uh, I mentioned in the Patreon section is the stairwell fight. Because uh, there's really people crashing through the stairs. That looks cool. Kind of. Um, but just shot horribly, unfortunately. Yeah. So this, yeah. Is a, this is a tough, tough recommend. But I found... <laughs> entertainment from it i was laughing at the movie a lot so i I gotta think you should check it out i think you should submit yourself to the torture that we had oh you know what it is this is a trolling movie i think that's i I think if you want to troll some people like get them really annoyed and you like kind of laugh at them getting frustrated with it yeah i I think it's i think it's good to show people you know you you know you need to do like everyone needs to watch it once and then, like, and then on the second time, you need to show it to your friends. And then, like, the entire time, you have to pretend like you really like the movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, God, just so they could troll, be really confused. Troll them that hard? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, really commit to that. I, I'm, I'm all for that. Or, or, if you want somebody who wants something that's more accurate to the source material, you could show them Heroin Hunting Legend of Fire Eagle Pinch Domination. Now... This is a Japanese porn parody of <laughs> King of Fighters. And uh, the actress, uh, Minami Ayase, is wearing the, the outfit that mm-hmm. uh, Maggie Q does not wear because she absolutely should not wear it. No woman should, act, should wear that outfit that the character <laughs> Mai uh, Shiranui wears because, yeah, the porn actress, her tits are just flopping all over the place she's a very well-endowed woman and the whole point is she gets smacked around in this porn and her tits keep on popping out that's that's basically the whole thing it's a human it's kind of like a humiliation porn so yeah if you want to see something more visually accurate to the source material watch the porno (laughs) i'll watch all 90 minutes of it or maybe 20 seconds of it knowing knowing my track record (laughs) 